Hey everyone, uh, I'm doing this intro a little different today because we are traveling. We just got done celebrating my parents' 40th wedding anniversary. Uh, last night we did a big party for them here in my hometown. Uh, so this morning I got up and thought, boy, I haven't done an introduction for this week's episode. And so that's, that's what I'm doing right now. Uh, I'm really excited about the interview I'm about to share with you because Katie and I have gotten so many questions about business, about entrepreneurship, about creating an income that you can have if working from home, because that's something that Katie and I have done over the last really five or six years. And although we're so grateful for the businesses that we have and we truly love working in our businesses, they're so much fun for us, we don't necessarily consider it to be like a, a topic that we can speak with authority too. Um, and there's also so many other things that we love talking about. We love talking marriage and family and um, everything that we talk about on this podcast. Uh, and so we were thrilled to have this opportunity to interview Doug and Haley Johnson, because I can confidently say that Doug and Haley are authorities in the space of entrepreneurship and of be, being able to create a successful business and be able to grow your earning capacity from a home as, as a home-based business or just as a, yeah, as a business that you could work remotely. Um, and so Doug and Haley, this is what they do. They coach other entrepreneur, other entrepreneurs and they, and they help people start businesses. Um, and they've helped Katie and I tremendously in our business. And that's another reason why I'm so excited to share them with you is because we have been direct beneficiaries of their coaching and of their programs. Uh, and so we can confidently back everything that they're doing. Um, and it's just so, and I'm also saying this, let's, you know, this is a business heavy episode. This is going to be the most like businessy now that we're a family podcast has ever been. And so I, I, I hope you guys have a bunch of takeaways from this. You could, you guys be sure to check out Doug and Haley, all their stuff. They've got so much free content that they put out on Instagram and on YouTube. Uh, they've got an amazing podcast. It's called the digital income, um, family bot podcast and you can find them on youtube and on instagram as the digital income family um yeah a little bit about them they've got three children they um you know you'll hear more of their story in in the podcast but they they've really helped katie and i in a big way and so we're really excited to have this conversation with them to share with you um, especially for those of you that are in the midst of maybe starting a business or you want to grow your business or you're curious about whether or not you can start a side hustle in addition to what your current um, business is and also we talk a lot about working with your spouse in a business because obviously katie and i have done that and um and you, you there's some interesting insights regarding businesses where spouses work together in them and i'm excited for you to hear that as well Again, I'm going to link everything about Doug and Haley below. Be sure to check them out, all their programs, follow them on the social media platforms, go to their podcast, the Digital Income Family Podcast. Um, yeah, I think that's the introduction. Thank you all so much. Um, and we'll get today's episode going right now. All right, folks, you already heard a little bit about Doug and Haley, but you actually get to hear from them yourselves now. So Doug and Haley, first off, thank you so much for being willing to do this. Yeah, so thanks for having us. Yeah. I'm stoked to be here. Yeah. yeah, I'm stoked to have you. Actually, this is a really unique uh, situation for Katie and I, and you guys have said it's kind of unique for you in the yeah. sense that we met each other 
online. Yeah. Yep. And you guys have been, you guys have played a huge role in a lot of the successes that Katie and I have seen over the last year. And, um, and then even prior to that, Haley, you know, when Katie was following a lot of your stuff, um, you were a huge encouragement Good. to her. Mm -hmm. And so you guys have been a huge blessing to our family. And so it's yeah. a really, it's, it's a fun treat that we're in person. Yeah. You guys are road tripping. I mean, it's surreal. Totally. Yeah. 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 I mean, after seeing you guys, like obviously on screen, it's probably maybe the same thing for you guys. And then being here in real life, it's like, yeah, it's weird. It's kind of weird. It's weird, but familiar <laughs> we at the same time. Yes. You know? Yeah. yeah. 100%. Different yeah. than yes. you always think. You know, yeah. I don't know. I watch a lot of Katie, you know, yeah. throughout the last probably year since you guys onboarded <laughs> with us. And so Doug's like sick of hearing about it. No, I wouldn't say sick of <laughs> it. She has no, 11 or yeah, yeah. siblings. Yeah. I mean, she's just always talking about how much of an inspiration like yeah. you guys are and your families are. And, and even I, I would almost go as far as to say like role models in some hmm. cases, in mm. some ways. And it's so cool um, to be here. So, Especially because yeah. you guys also work together. You know, yeah, right. It's a rare instance. Yeah. yeah, and I'm really excited to actually hear more about that from what your guys' experience has, has what what your guys' experience has been like working together. And um, obviously, the emphasis of this uh, episode is going to be around business. Mm -hmm. I know a lot of our listeners maybe are entrepreneurs or they're considering starting a side hustle or they currently have a side hustle and they're mm -hmm. wondering what it takes to make it their, you know, mm -hmm. the main bread and butter. Um, and a lot of the, a lot of our listeners are thinking about doing that with their spouse. Mm -hmm. You know, they think, okay, how can we utilize each other's skill sets, um, but still maintain a healthy home culture, you mm -hmm. know, so that we're not, yeah, I think it's easy to say you, you want, you'll oh, sacrifice now yes. for a greater work. But there are some things that we're not willing to sacrifice. Yeah, yeah, totally. Right. And I think that's where a lot of our listeners are at. So, I mean, before we get into all of that, can you guys just tell us a little bit about yourselves? How'd you meet? Yeah. What's, I mean, let's go back. This let's is where go back. I got wow. to follow Haley's lead. How here. about you do the meeting <laughs> thing? I mean, yeah, well, we met in college. Okay. And so, typical, yeah. Yeah, typical, regular college town kind of thing. And, and you meet and you kind of, figure things out as you're going because you're so young and you don't really know exactly what's going on. But there was something that was different, obviously, about meeting Haley hmm. and like meeting her and kind of just knowing that that's kind of like who I want to be able to talk to and who hmm. I was just, you know, obviously attracted to like right from the start. But hmm. who would have thought that meeting in college would kind of lead to like this instance now? Yeah. Wow. Right. Um, so, I mean, he didn't give the whole full story. No, I did not give the full story. <laughs> but if you want to give the full story. I mean, we yeah. met because um, we were in fraternity and sorority. Yes. Uh, okay. Which I wouldn't recommend for my kids the way we met yeah. necessarily. But yeah, so total typical college sweetheart type of thing. And mm -hmm. then, yeah, I mean, what? We got married I mean, like, yeah. a couple years after that. Yeah, from there it was just dating through college, mm -hmm. getting through college and surviving that. And we always had, um, like, since we met in college, we always had yeah. this eight to five-ish mentality. Yes. Especially Doug. His mm -hmm. dad is, since we're talking about, you know, working together, his dad mm -hmm. is um, Japanese. Well, not Japanese. His dad's half Japanese. He's half Japanese, yeah. Mm -hmm. So do you want to explain? Yeah, yeah. It was very, college was a go to college to find the job, to mm -hmm. get the career, to find the one company that you move up for hmm. and for like forever. a very for yeah. a long time, mm -hmm. forever. Till retirement. Um, yep. And so I was in business college and Haley wasn't a business college when we met. She was like a communications major, wanted to do journaling or something late. Okay. I switched to well, finance. Well, Thank you very much. Yeah, I know, right? Not journaling journalism. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, you know, after like meeting her, she was raised in a totally different light, like in a totally different situation which her dad was an entrepreneur. Hmm. And so our worlds kind of collided. Yeah, like my dad sort of told sense. me, 
you know, go to college if you want, but you don't have to. Like, really, you should be dependent on yourself or, you know, self, self-reliant. self So I went thinking what everyone else around me was thinking. Okay, everyone else is getting a job. I'll get a job. So, hmm. yeah, you guys are totally opposite in that way because just in so many ways. But, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. So we got married thinking we'll just both work like everybody else. Yep. And then quickly we got pregnant with our firstborn Annabelle. And I was like, I don't want to be a working mom because I was in daycare. So hmm. that was, I really did not like being in daycare. I want to be with my parents. So mm-hmm. I didn't want to have her, you know, not that I had a bad childhood, but I didn't want to have her repeat that. Yes. Like I did. So I started a YouTube channel and yep. Doug kind of was like, what the heck? You know, this is like 2014. <laughs> yeah. No, it, it was definitely different and interesting because we went from, college straight to trying to find that job at least i did i was like i gotta go find the company i gotta go find the big money gotta start working my way up the ladder and Haley had like a resistance to it at first well at first it was kind of cool and it was kind of like because well well let me step back when we after we graduated college i was i got a job in uh los angeles at a Mm -hmm. marketing agency and so we moved out to la and i was like hey Haley, do you want to like move out to me with LA because we're dating, we're doing this stuff. And she was like, only if you're working to get married. And I was like, okay. Yeah. So we had to make that, make sure that was clear. But from there, it was then, what do we do for work? Yes. Because yeah. that's what everybody else does, right? Yes. Yeah. And so um, I liked my, I got into a job. I got into a marketing agency and really liked it. Yeah. And loved it. And Haley had a different experience. Yeah. So I, did, I hated my job like most people. I mean, honestly, I, yeah. Doug's very rare. He was so gung-ho with the eight to five mentality. He's like, hmm. I love it. Let's do it. Well, I, it the commute, yeah. let's do it. But he was also very new into the game. I was. Yeah. So when you do that for like 20, 30 years, you're like, this is just my life. Like, I'll try and be thankful, you know? Yeah. yeah. Your soul wasn't crushed yet. No. It was so not, he was sprightly yeah. and, and it was yeah. an agency job. And yeah, it was I an mean, agency job. So it was like final Fridays and everybody nice. drinks beers after four. We were like, and, like what is this debauchery? There was parties and that. Yeah craziness and i was like i was like out of my comfort zone but also like so green and new that i was just gonna roll with it yeah um and 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 you just don't see what's coming yeah yeah so it was like five years into it i decided i mean a couple like one year into my job or six months it was like six months i was like will you support i didn't even ask you did it anyways but i was like will you support me i'll try this youtube thing i'm gonna do it like i'd rather kill myself trying to do youtube and make any money. That's kind of like back then, no one was really doing influencing. I mean, there's like um, the first, what we say is like the first, what is it like? Uh, the first group of YouTubers. Like the OGs. So I was, I was like the second or yeah. third yeah. sort of. And yeah. I was like, well, they're doing it. But like not a lot of people really were. They were like superstars, you know, yes. in different mm-hmm. countries. So I was like, I'll just try Like, let's do it. So he supported me and he was rising in the ranks at his SEO job for like, mm-hmm. it was like a marketing agency. Um, and probably like a year and a half into it, I was not making the same amount as you, but I was making enough like to replace my job. Hmm. And so I then was like, you should quit your job and do something else full time with me online. And he was like, and I was like, make out as getting raises left and right, getting promotions. I was working with big name companies. And Haley was like, hey, I do this thing where I record myself. Well, I didn't want you to be a YouTuber. I know, but she's like, this is what I do. Maybe we can do something together yeah. like this. And if you go back and like you see our first videos, rough. I was not about it. I don't know about no. you, Elisha, yeah. but <laughs> you're dragging your feet. Yeah, yeah. yeah Hated yeah. being on camera. No, I, I didn't want to be on camera or anything like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, but as seeing the way that Haley was able to grow and do these things, eventually she made enough money for me to be able to quit my job and even but more. We then started an Amazon business. Yeah. So Doug was never going to be like a YouTube dad. It was like never mm-hmm. a thing. He didn't want to do that. It's, mm-hmm. it's not something we want, like really of our family. So we started selling physical products on Amazon. So we sold the first one was like a baby car seat cover. And um, he replaces income through that initially. Yeah. Okay. And so then I was like, you should quit. You should quit. Which, yeah. you know, again, hindsight's twenty twenty. But then he did quit. 
Um, and we went all in really with Amazon and YouTube until and then do you want to talk yeah. about this part? Well, Amazon's always a blur to me because we moved so quickly in doing it and by leveraging Haley's audience yes. like and working together and like using two different skills. So Haley had this like innate skill to be able to attract people and get them they were they were just magnetized to her. They liked what she was talking about, they liked what she was doing, and I had these skills in search engine optimization and working mm. with algorithms and looking at physical products and crunching numbers. We were able to put this together to do Amazon. Hmm. And that's what allowed a lot of Amazon to flourish and because for me we, to be able to quit my for job. For Amazon, you know, like you got to get um, reviews. Mm -hmm. So if you get a lot of reviews, you kind of like rig the algorithm in that way. We were yeah. able to do that. Yeah, we were able to figure it out. Organically. And, yeah, organically yep. leverage Haley's audience to do that. And yes. that was awesome. That was super cool until I was like packing boxes at night. Or like stressing out about orders not being. Katie told me you guys China. did like a physical product clothing business. For okay, a second. Yeah, yeah. So I missed that. You guys were fulfilling these orders. Oh, uh, we no. did. So we did F Amazon FBA. So we right. did Amazon fulfillment. Right. But the first couple of times, I was so scared to just let them ship things to Amazon. Yeah. I Got had it. I had to see them myself. Got it was it. like some weird thing that I just. I well, it's a Chinese working with Chinese like suppliers is very sketchy. Yeah. Like any yeah. any FBA will tell you. Yeah. Um. But anyways, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, so you so you guys did that too. I didn't even know that. Not no, with not, not with Amazon, Amazon but we've oh, okay. we've we've sold physical products. Oh, for sure. And the logistics of it Dude, are a whole yeah. other whole other situation. Yeah. yeah. And then growing up in families that have had you know physical products or still do mm -hmm. and do a great job with it, they've got systems built mm -hmm. out where it really you know works for them and people are able to do it. But it's just a whole other ball game. It is. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. yeah. It's it's wild and to try to go from a regular job to then trying to supply your own income and like your family's livelihood yeah. yes. was a huge shock to me. Sure. Yeah. It and was a lot of convincing on my part because <laughs> he did not have that mindset at no. all. Um, I'll put it this way. Like when I called my parents to tell them that I quit my job, yeah. my like rising star job, they would take pictures of me in places. They were so no, proud. Oh man. I told they them asked, I was quitting yeah. and they sighed. My dad audibly, uh, I could yeah. hear him on the phone like <laughs> sigh that I was quitting my job. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so that's that was like kind of the path that led us to Amazon that led us mm -hmm. to then asking ourselves, what else can we do? Because with Amazon, we were, I mean, to try to make a really long story short, like basically competitors would pick up on your product. Mm. They figure out what was working. The manufacturers, the manufacturers just would just take your ideas. Sure. Like I actually saw this is so weird. I don't know if you remember this, but we would have our manufacturer on like WeChat or whatever the program was mm -hmm. that we would talk to them. And we would look at her profile and what she was taking pictures of. And there was pictures of our product that she was showing to other clientele. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just giving them ideas. Yeah, yes. exactly. The same thing. Yeah. And so we ended up getting priced out and it was hard to compete with price. Yes. Like we keep, we could try to keep up with volume, but price was really hard. So yeah. we were like, okay, what else can we do? That's our own. Right. That cannot be replicated. Yeah. That cannot yeah. be duplicated. And that led us to going back to Haley's YouTube basically channel. a YouTube channel, yeah. but her, her expertise and strategy with mm. YouTube. Yeah. So mm. I was doing YouTube full time alongside selling those products. And as Katie was just telling me at the, on our podcast, um, a similar story, but you know, sponsorship after sponsorship, you don't really understand like what you're signing the dotted line on yes. when you say I'll be a full time YouTuber, especially as like a mom at the, at the time I had just, when I was doing a, you know, supporting the family with YouTube, I had a two year old and a like an infant, you know? Wow. Mm -hmm. So you don't really understand like when you have a two year old and an infant, because they're not really looking at you being like, get off your phone, mommy. Or yes. like, Hey mom, like play with me. They're still so small yeah, and you There's feel, a ton of grace there. Like, yes. yeah. <laughs> it's a good time to grow things. She was saying when you have baby, like yeah. one baby, you know, but when you have a child that starts to notice and that's what I started happening with our first Annabelle. When I, <laughs> she is very spirited. 
which we love her for. You but zoom in on my face on that one. Because, man, <laughs> she, she was. Spirit. And so a big portion of my channel is, um, or was, because I'm not really doing it, but um, was sharing my life as Katie does too. Yes. So it's like you know, mom tips and vlogs and things like that. And I don't, I never really said this on the internet yet, but she didn't <laughs> want to be in the videos even as a two year old. She's very smart that child. So she's like, no, turn it off. Like she'd screech every time the camera would go beep. Yep. And honestly, at the time I was like, okay, come on. I don't film that much. You know, like I was putting up like two videos a week. Mm -hmm. So it's not like I had I was some type of family vlogger channel. Mm -hmm. I mean, so I was like, I gotta do it. Like, what am I supposed yeah. to do? And so I was doing things without her in them, but it was weighing heavily on my conscience, you know? And like Katie was just telling me, the sponsorships were for your family, were for your kids. So yeah. like, for instance, you know, Huggies, it's hard to say no to six, $7,000 mm -hmm. because you have to also feed your family. And so at a certain point we were like, what do we get ourselves into? Yeah. yeah. Um, we and how do we get you? ourselves out? Yeah. How know? often do we have to record ourselves eating dinner? Yes. Or how many times do I have to chop a chicken for like for a, home for, for a home cooking yes. thing that I have to do while my kid's screaming because they want to go play or they want to do something. And, yeah. it, and it influencers don't yeah. talk about this stuff. Yeah. It's like, something that's yeah. not touched on at all because it's kind of taboo almost like you don't want to break that fourth wall. Yeah. And also yeah. I, ha I do have to say, I'm not against influencing. I teach people how to do it, you know, mm -hmm. and it's amazing to have influence on the internet. It's just the way that I had initially designed my channel wasn't really for family in mind. And that's just something I learned, you know, so I'm not bashing anyone that does this. No. It's just, I had to learn that, you know, the hard way for my own self. Yeah. And it's still what it really comes down to is it's like values. Mm -hmm. Like, like where does your value lie? Like it's, I'm not going to bash anybody that says I need to make this money because no, you need no. to do it. And that's yeah. what you need to do to be able to feed your family. But there is a line, which was for us, our child going, ah, every <laughs> time the camera went beep. She, yeah. would, she would scream. Like she that. wasn't even in. No, thing. she wasn't even in. But she also, would just hear she's it. two, yes. and yeah. like she wants attention, you know, from mom. She sure. wants mom to do things. Mm -hmm. So, anyways, it was that time where I'm like, I can't. In order for me to make money, um, I don't want to have to involve my child at all. Yes. You know, I want it to be totally behind the scenes. And so, it was at that point we were like, we found actually um, some income report, which we talked about on our podcast. But mm -hmm. we found some income report from some no name blogger who was making like six figures a month doing an online course teaching people how to be a blogger or something mm -hmm. like that and we were yep. like what is this so we looked into this person she had like a very small audience and i was like this cannot be true so i looked you know because it's just the way that you make money yeah so you think is huge audience exactly yeah and so i thought what the heck let's just try it so we paid for some type of a thousand dollar course that teaches how to do it yep. um and we launched our first one with yeah. doug's help but yeah and so the thing with that program was that program was not designed for influencers yeah. And it was not designed for anybody that had any kind of audience or knew how to get an audience. Mm -hmm. It was just strictly, how do I create a course? Like what goes into a course? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so we had to piece together all the other stuff. We had to piece mm -hmm. together, like, how do we leverage this with our audience? How do we rank these pages? How do we create a good user experience on a website so people want to buy? Um, it did teach you stuff like copywriting for sales pages, mm -hmm. but there was a lot that was missing that yeah. didn't apply to us because we needed to add to it because we were in a kind of like unique circumstance and i mm -hmm. put unique there because nobody is ever truly that unique yeah um yeah. but basically it did really well so we ended up teaching people how to do youtube how to start channels so you could become which isn't profitable. novel like let it's, me just say people not. do it now but yeah. back then it was just like 2018. I know that's not long ago, but there wasn't a ton of people. There was like sure. Graham Stephan was the really only one I could find teaching YouTube. Yeah, I don't even know. I didn't so, even know what courses were. Yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah. And now everyone has them. It's yes. like so popular, but yeah, just a couple years ago, things happened so fast through social media and now mm -hmm. it's like normal, but. 
Yeah. 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 So we were shocked with the results from that because yeah. we made like three X, whatever. I don't know. Yeah. We usually made. Mm-hmm. And so but, I did not think it would work because, you know, Graham Stefan had a really, he's got like millions of followers. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, mine won't sell. But yes. it did. Wow. I think, yeah, I think what the coolest thing about that though was, was that it wasn't just reliant on Haley doing yeah. stuff. I could do stuff too. Yes. That would be more involved. That wasn't me trying to talk to a camera to force myself to vlog. Because yeah. that was the last thing I wanted to do was try to put myself on camera that way. Yeah. Yeah. So it allowed me to be much more involved with the business side of things, which is what I wanted to do, was to get more involved in some way. Yeah, hmm. that wasn't trying to be an influencer. Yeah, you know, I really love hearing this story, and I think you guys have such a unique uh, offering because not only have you been in the weeds of doing the sponsored videos and the grind of yeah. YouTube, you also have this desire to have a healthy family life. And I mm-hmm. would say that oftentimes we, um, I'm going to speak in general. Yeah, totally. here, That's fine. But, um, it, you know, it's easy to identify maybe two groups of people. And one is for good reasons, being scared to start a home based business yeah. like this, because they're really scared to, you know, ruin their family culture. Yeah. They're thinking, mm-hmm. I want to be present with my children mm-hmm. or I don't want this to become some, you know, monster that I, that totally. starts running our, our household. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so on one hand, you can, you can admire that. Mm-hmm. You can say that's a, that's and, totally. and, and it's also a worthwhile feel yeah. fear based off of, you know, kind of your guys' story. Um, and maybe in the other polarizing people that they do get trapped yes. and they don't know, figure out how to get out. Yes. Yep. They think, boy, if we could just get this income big enough so that maybe hubby could quit his job, he could come alongside yes. and work. And then a year or two yeah. or five down the road, your kids are growing up. They don't want to be on camera. Yeah. No. You don't want to be bringing the camera to every, the every restaurant. And yep. even if it's not a public facing business like that, that can happen, I think, in, yes. in so many businesses. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But instead of, I think, you know, kind of conceding mm-hmm. and choosing one of those, you guys found a solution. Yeah. And that's how you guys are teaching people now. And yeah. that's what's so fun about talking to you even off, you know, off air, so to speak, yeah. is that you guys are constantly you know, addressing those challenges because it's not like, Oh, there's just one size fits all and it goes away. It's a constant, constant battle and you're constantly learning. And I think that's why Katie and I really gravitated towards a lot of your guys' teachings and your programs Mm -hmm. is because you're not willing to sacrifice the family and the home life, but you also see there is a huge opportunity to be able to have a home-based business, but it can be done very healthily. So yes, continue on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I definitely think like it's hard because we've, the only time we've made big strides so far in our business, we've been in an extreme amount of pain. And mm-hmm. so, like I say this on our podcast, it's like a Tony Robbins mm-hmm. quote. It's like the basis of my life. I got to change that. Probably it's happening because I keep it's saying it, but it's like, yes. no, it's his, <laughs> but it's like, um, you're more apt to run away from pain than you are towards pleasure. Cause when you don't like, nobody really wants to run towards cool vacations sure. mm-hmm. because it's hard work and that's mm-hmm. not enough. Like the joy is not enough. You're already, most of us live a comfortable life, mm-hmm. you know? So that's like, it's hard for me to teach people. I do it obviously for a living, but sometimes it's like, yeah, the only things that have really propelled our business is the big, serious, painful things mm-hmm. like, yeah. you know, me hitting my job, wanting to take, not well, not wanting to put my child in daycare. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Doug and like, you know, realizing the life that he's about to live, like, you know, working 40, 50 hours a week and yeah. then getting two weeks off, never seeing his kids really. Yeah. Um, and then also doing YouTube. So yeah, anyways. It, it was a, it was an interesting time figuring out what that pain was or mm-hmm. more realizing what that pain was. Um, I don't, I don't know if we said it, but we don't do just the YouTube thing now. We actually help other people do just this, which is right. start courses yeah. and create that stuff. Like that's our, our bread and butter now. And so we do run into people in that same situation. 
Yes. You know, like one of our, our students said that all she wanted to do was take her kids to the zoo on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Like that's all she wanted to do was that, that, that the pain of not being able to be with her kids whenever she wanted was a huge yeah. thing. Um, for me, it was hearing my dad say like, so I'll, I'll try to give it as an example. Last year for his birthday, we wanted to buy him this experience where he can drive a NASCAR cup car around a track a bunch oh, of cool. times. And he's like 67. He, he loves cars. He loves cars. Yeah. Loves NASCAR. Loves cars. Does all this stuff. He does some like tries to do racing on the side. Works with his buddies and stuff. Nice. He said no because mm. he said it was too. He was too far gone. He's too old, and life insurance wouldn't cover it if he died. Mm. And yeah, I didn't want that. Mm-hmm. To never realize your dream of driving a NASCAR car or a race car because it's too late mm-hmm. is a pain for me mm-hmm. yeah. because that sucks mm-hmm. to have yeah. to wait to, to until you're like 65 and retired to try to do things that you want to do. Mm-hmm. And so for me, that was the pain of like realizing like that's that that could be me if I keep working at this sure. company. The trajectory. Yeah. The trajectory yeah. like oh, I, I, my eyes open and I was like, oh. And obviously, yeah. like at the time, we didn't come to this epiphany like, whoa, we're an eight to five sucks. Like, you know, it yeah. wasn't yes. so much that. It was really because probably the same as you guys, we were reading a lot of books. So we're mm-hmm. like re-indoctrinating ourselves. We stopped watching. We stopped watching any TV. We haven't. This is not like a 2D Man of Harm, but we haven't watched a single episode of mm-hmm. anything. We used to be mm-hmm. binge Netflixers like anybody else. Mm-hmm. Um, we stopped doing anything like that at night and we started reading like Mm. the basics okay like four hour work week you know all the types of think and grow rich Mm -hmm. um and that's when we were starting to have this epiphany of like what kind of life do we want to live do we want to be around our kids or do we just want to like half be around them like most people not even half Mm. you know so yeah yeah i mean you know people have different things that they do and they they have different ways to relax or to let off steam or do whatever and it just it, it did take a while to reindoctrinate yourself in terms of like what it takes to actually have that freedom with your kids. Like mm-hmm. I still get my buddies all the time that ask me when I'm going to come back and play video games. Yes, and I'm like, I don't know. Like yes. I, don't, I like I don't think that's in my in my path or like the way that I see things too much anymore because of that pain that Haley and I really share of not being able to be around yeah. our kids as much. Yeah, it reminds me of the quote, and I don't know who to attribute who to attribute it to, but it's like they're, you know, which pain are you gonna have? The pain of discipline or the pain of regret. Totally. And you guys are talking about, even though you said a lot of the big changes come from the proverbial stick versus the carrot. Yes. You guys have yeah. also chosen the pain of discipline, so to speak, mm-hmm. in in order to ideally prevent the pain yeah. of yeah. of regret. Yeah. Um, which I think is the the balls in our court. Don't totally. yeah. be able to choose that. Yeah. Just the pain yeah. of discipline over the pain of regret. Yeah. It's yeah. a scary thing to realize the balls in your court. Yeah. Yes. I also Super think scary, like man. a yes. lot of people always uh, ask me, well, how do you get motivated? Because they just can't find the willpower. And I think it's probably because they're not surrounded by other people doing it. Like, you know, we know of you guys. It's easy mm-hmm. nowadays because you have your Instagram account. Like, mm-hmm. honestly, you can follow mm-hmm. these people. But that really helped seeing really, like I said, reindoctrinating yourself, but seeing other people and only really looking at the people whose lives you want to emulate you know, the whole, like you are the five closest people to you, which is a scary thought sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So we had to switch that up, you know? And so that's why we think differently, but it, mm-hmm. we were not obviously not always like that. No. Yeah. And, and throughout this journey, um, because you guys have three awesome kiddos, mm-hmm. you know, and you guys are putting t- pouring time, time into them, but it's not like this space necessarily, uh, facilitates that altogether. This space, mm-hmm. meaning the greater online entrepreneurial yeah. space. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, in fact, like a lot of the people that Katie and I looked up to for a long time, it's like, 
they lost a ton of you know credibility or because they did neglect their families yes in, absolutely at, at the, you like know everybody yeah, yeah exactly yeah. and they neglected their marriage they neglected yes. yeah their children their health all those things for the sake of succeeding in their business mm-hmm. um so as as the years have gone on and you guys mm-hmm. have had your children what are some like can you think of like these um watershed moments or like these pivotal moments where it was tough on the marriage or it's tough to make these decisions because i mean i trust me coming from a guy that you know has totally. built business with his wife you're you have unique opportunity for growth you yes. know yep. like, totally. like as, a, as a positive way yes. to say it because it yep. really can be a positive thing yes. um but i don't know if you guys could speak to anything around that around that topic yeah and just kind of like what, what you guys have worked through with that yeah yeah um <clears throat> You know, it's funny hearing that question now on this side of things as a weird side tangent. A while ago, I went to a conference uh, called FlynnCon, which was put on by Pat Flynn, sure. and we got to ask questions. Yes. And I was there, and I got to ask one of the questions to Pat Flynn and um, Shalene Johnson, who was also on mm-hmm. there, and I asked the same question. Hmm. I was like, what did you guys do with your families? And Shalene Johnson actually said she regretted hmm. working so much. And Pat Flynn was like, well, I have certain ways that we try to do things. And I took that back to Haley to try to incorporate some of the things that we thought, but we quickly realized that it's not a flip of a switch hmm. yeah. and it's not something that just instantly happens. I think he said something like, Oh, just share time with like what you guys do. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, let's go share time. Like, easier said than done. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you know, but I think the first big thing that helped with us was setting expectations and understanding like what's going to be happening within mm-hmm. this business and working together Yeah. Um, and having common goals. Like those to me, I mean, I'm going to speak for myself here. Like mm-hmm. those to me were two things that, I felt like were absolutely necessary. Yeah. I mean, I think like the biggest pivotal moments for like our marriage and the business too mm-hmm. is realizing we don't want to have our kids on camera, you yes. know, as much. I mean, our kids mm-hmm. are still on camera. We take pictures of for Instagram, but we don't want to make our money off of our kids mm-hmm. anymore. Yeah. And that was hard because yeah. we were pulling in like, you know, 20K a month. Um, sharing our life online right and so when we've never seen that kind of money before you know we we grew up in middle-class homes we're very fortunate but from going to like nothing in just a couple years like Mm -hmm. well what could we do in the next couple years could we triple could we quadruple like whatever so shutting that off is like you know it's a moral type of decision yes um and yeah and it requires unity because otherwise there can be tons of resentment or discord yeah and even when you guys are talking about not watching the shows, you know, or not playing video games and you're reading uh, business books and self-development books, mm-hmm. that takes an element of yeah. like-mindedness. Yes. Mm-hmm. And did that come instantly or was somebody further ahead than the other? Nope. And was there somebody nope. dragging I their mean, feet, you know? <laughs> Doug. Well, when, <laughs> since I was the entrepreneur first, whatever, he was totally supporting me paying the bills for a long time, you know? So, yeah. but since I was already in that headspace, like I got to make this happen and he can't work. Like I want to see him more and mm-hmm. he want him to see our baby more at the mm-hmm. time. Uh, I was just gobbling up like any type of information, Absolutely. you know, all the stuff yes. my dad told me to read. I was finally reading it and understanding. Yes. Um, and so I would, you know how wives do sometimes I would tell him about this when he gets <laughs> home and, um, yeah. So eventually, Eventually, he caught on to it. But yeah. and I think also when you are an entrepreneur, people are like, wow, you have so much discipline. Like, absolutely not. It's just I feel and I just speaking for you know myself, it's like I always feel scared. And I mm. think that's just an entrepreneurial thing. Now, I'm again speaking just for myself, but it's just my assumption is when you work for yourself, things can go awry. You know, mm-hmm. there could be recessions, whatever. So I always have mm-hmm. to be learning, learning, learning. It's just a necessity. So mm-hmm. when people are like, where do you get the motivation? It's like, we have to do it because you are feeding your family. Yep. So you have to know information, you know, 
So yeah, it's it's interesting. You know, you say you feel like you live scared a lot, and I think it's that ridiculous. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. yeah, and and maybe it, like I think Katie and I can relate. Maybe not. We wouldn't use the term scared. scared. Yeah, that's not the right say, word. Like maybe yeah. uncomfortable, or we'd say. Yeah. And if anything, we. We, we associate discomfort very positively now. Mm. And we both get a little bit uneasy when we feel comfort, if that makes sense. Yes. Because so many of the great seasons of growth and of yes. abundant fruition have come through just hardships. Have well, come yes. through it is, yeah. discomfort. Yeah. And so when we'll be in a season of like, man, we haven't gotten outside of our comfort zone for a yeah. while. We mm. both know it's like a sign. It's yeah, like we don't totally. want to live that way. Like we yeah. don't. The So many good things in life. I mean, we're talking about business, but like hard conversations in marriage you yes. know like growing in your faith growing as a parent just requires mm -hmm. getting outside of your comfort totally. zone yeah. and so i think that i can kind of relate to that yeah. idea of just like now like living a little bit uncomfortable yeah. can be really good yeah, and having totally. that positive association with discomfort yeah. i think is really I mean, good i definitely yeah. see that but i also think like doug is less uh nerd what is the word i don't know Listen, I'm You're not more sitting there scared me. all the time. I'm not sitting there worrying about like what's could potentially be right. happening. I'm a little more towards the scare's not the right word. You guys yeah. know, but like I'm a little more towards that. No, you're anxious. Like anxious, 100% anxious. Yeah. Like not all the time. It's not but, all the time, but it is one of those things. Right. And, it, and it is just something that when you're in charge of a business, it's what you think about. Yes. yes. And so even when I was in business school, um, one of the things that would get brought up was you have to ask CEOs whenever you have a chance to what keeps you up at night. Hmm. Yeah. And so I would ask people that like we would work with businesses, we would work with corporations like, hey, what is it that keeps you up at night? And they always had an answer for something. Hmm. They were never like nothing. I sleep yeah. fine. Yeah, like, yeah. No, there was always something that could potentially be happening. And that hmm. still happens with us too. And that happens with any business really. And so, you know, there are certain things that keep Haley up at night more than me. Um, and there was a certain like, and like you were saying earlier, wasn't a, a just switch or like something that happened in instantaneous change of like, being able to turn into this type of like a business or this family mm -hmm. relationship or this relationship with business, um, it did take me a longer time. Yeah. Like it took me a longer time to figure it out. But being able to empathize with Haley and share, realize her anxiousness and where it comes from and those kinds of things has helped to understand like, oh, here are the things that we need to do or yeah. here are the things that, it's made it easier for me to quit doing the things that I wanted to do sure. and do the things that I should be doing. Yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah I mean, and, and what, how, what is that like now when you look back at your old career and what you're doing now, man? It, yeah. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy to think that I would just go to work and I'd work from seven to six, sit in traffic, but sit his, in traffic his for office an hour. Was like my office, my away. office was like a, a half a mile away, but it took me 40 minutes to get home. Yeah. <laughs> and well, then, LA. Yeah. I'd come home. I'd see my kids for like 15 or 20 minutes or I'd see my child mm -hmm. because I was just the one at the time. And then I'd want to just sit Veg back and out. do nothing, We'd play video like, games, watch Netflix yeah. for four hours. And it's like, what could we have been doing sure. that entire time if we had the knowledge yeah. and the discipline? And a lot of people think they don't have time. I mean, everybody has time. I never want to be the person that's like, everyone has the same hours a day. It's like, they don't. Some people work ridiculously Absolutely. long hours, you know, yeah. but... Yeah, I mean, some people also sit on the toilet for thirty minutes at a time, like six times a day. Yeah, they do. So <laughs> scrolling. Yeah, sometimes that's me. But Doug. Yeah. No, <laughs> but but you that you find time. Like yeah. if yes. if the pain, you know, if the stick is big enough. Yeah. You will find that time. Yeah. To make that happen. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. So kind of moving uh, 
again, and jump back anytime yeah, yeah. you guys want to jump back. But into what you're currently doing, because that's really how I was introduced to you guys. Again, yeah. I think Katie's known you longer, mm-hmm. Haley, but um, it was about a, uh, just over a year ago, I think. Mm-hmm. Maybe, yeah, a year and a Something half ago. Like that, yeah. um, I got introduced to, to one of your guys' pro- really your main program now. Mm-hmm. Um, the I, how do you say it? ICA. ICA, yeah. ICA, yeah. yeah. Um, and it, it so, like, I guess, alleviated a pain point in, in my and Katie's life. And so that was a huge blessing for us. Um, and that's, you guys are doing a lot of that now. And the reason I'm excited to actually, one of the reasons I'm excited to have this conversation is not only is the, the content so valuable to Katie and I, and I think to anybody that goes through it, but you guys have also been able to see a lot of the ins and outs of many businesses now. Yes. Yeah. It's in doing so interesting. This. Totally. Yes. And I feel like that in and of itself can just be such a value piece mm-hmm. that you can bring to your clients and and I guess maybe you can bring it to my audience right now. Totally, yeah. yeah. no. So yeah, in, yeah. in regards to that, when you look, you know, at just the smorgasbord of businesses mm-hmm. that you've coached, that you've these people that you've mentored, um, are there yeah. Are no, there, I'm ready to talk. I'm ready to yeah, keep on keeping oh, on. Are there ready, like, yeah. are there <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, speak, say what you want to say about yeah. it, but I guess I'm curious, like, are there common pitfalls? Are there common, like, oh, man, this is just, you see this time and time again mm-hmm. where these people are, are are being held up by this thing. Yes. Um, yes. And, it's, and it's keeping them back from truly succeeding. Yep. Yeah, what are some things like that? Yeah, I mean, I was just talking about this with Haley because I see it from a mile away because I'm, in, in the business, I'm the guy that does I have done for a long time a majority of our sales calls. So like our discovery calls with potential clients, I started doing them. You know, we want to train our team and get people on them, but that's my bread and butter now. Mm -hmm. It never was before. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that I've seen that's like the most common, it could be either the pitfall or like the linchpin to success for people is that if there is a a spouse, which I'm guessing like this is the the audience, right? That we're speaking to Mm -hmm. is a married couple. If they are not on the same page, hmm. absolute failure. Wow. Never hear from them, never hear success. And nothing we've happens. seen some crazy and things. And we've seen like, crazy instances. People being like, my husband doesn't know I'm on this call. Yeah, wow. hiding. Like, hiding. Can you can you name it something else when I buy it? So like, oh, he man, doesn't, yeah. they don't know. <laughs> Doug sees and all this stuff. I see. <laughs> You're like, this is not what I, I was no, signing up no, for. Yeah, yeah <laughs> absolutely not. But on the flip side, when the husband's on the call from the first, first day, oh, he's yeah. like, my wife's filled me in on this stuff. Yeah. Or he's like, hey... I can't make the call, but if my wife wants to, can I have a second call with you? Yeah. Like mm. just you and I to talk about these things. Mm. Can I get the details on this stuff? Success. Yeah. yeah. There is no in between. I have not seen an instance where it's like the husband's totally not on board and they're wildly successful yeah. or they're both on board and they're not successful. Mm. Yeah. It is that like, and that doesn't mean goal. that your that husband that you or can't. spouse, cause we work with a lot of women, obviously, yeah. Yeah. but it doesn't mean that you can't have success if your husband's not on the call necessarily, no, or no. if they're not like, sure. I'm going to do this with you. Cause Doug, you know, when you first started, yes, absolutely. Yeah. I was not the one that was trying to do it with, him. but you're supportive, right? But I was yes. very supportive. That's all very like, that's all as long yeah. as the arrows are pointing in the same direction. Yes. Golden. They're yeah. fine. Because yeah. even in regards to that, I think that's a it's really intriguing insight. And like part of me is like, well, I'm not surprised. Yeah, I you know, know, right? But You're then like it basic. also yeah. is. But it but it does. Uh, it's it's kind of like almost reaffirming to hear. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and this isn't. Uh, I'm sorry to cut you off. No, but this good. isn't just a couple people. This mm-hmm. is I've taken Mass nearly amount. a thousand sales calls. Yeah, mm-hmm. we've had hundreds Crazy. and hundreds of students. And this is by far the biggest pattern yeah. that we yes. see. Yes, and even in say the say the couples that are working, yes, they, they it's, it's going well for them, mm-hmm. and their arrows are pointing the same direction, so mm-hmm. to speak. Are are their skill sets always the same? Do they always complement each other the exact same way, or is it more of just like they are united 
in spirit. United. United. And like, yeah. in, it's not that, oh, in, yeah. Yeah, they're exactly. both working this way and yeah, in no. this capacity in the business. No. Yeah. Yeah. No, so no. you've seen a variety of basically like skill sets Absolutely. or of, of talents. There are even instances where I don't see the the husband. Yeah, we, so we many. Do work, we do so work many. with a lot of yeah. women. So mm -hmm. I don't I don't see the husband, but he's there. Mm -hmm. yeah. He's supportive. He's mm -hmm. watching the kids during the coaching call. Yes. Mm -hmm. He's there to watch them when, you know, the wife has to get this work done or film this video. He is on board because they're vision for life is the same yeah mm -hmm. now if his vision for life is different yeah his vision for life is i mean i'm going to be very stereotypical you know dude here because yeah. i am the guy but mm -hmm. wants to hang out with the guys sure mm -hmm. go do things on guy weekends hang out with so people gone for a long time yeah, it's so hard it's so hard to pull him out of that yes. and say can you do this for me right yeah when instead it be it should be like for why us. aren't we doing this for exactly us? yeah yes yeah and i mean katie and i have talked a lot about that that has been mm -hmm. such an integral part of any growth that we've seen in in the things that in life that are important to us have come through being united and it's like mm -hmm. there is so much tension and discord in our home oh, when when we're yeah, like a two-headed totally. snake oh, yeah. Yeah, and, and it can even be within like something that we both love we love katie and i love our podcast we love yeah. now that we're totally. family but if we want to take it different ways yeah. or if she's got a different vision mm -hmm. it's mm -hmm. just like this is not yeah. right at all you know yeah. and we've got to get on the same page yeah. um and so that yeah that totally makes sense yeah that's the case and even with you guys kind of going back to this because I, I guess i'm i'm curious you know with our listeners what the skill sets are within the home, you know? Mm -hmm. um, Cause as we've gotten to know you, you are very capable from like a, you, you said you even worked in an SEO job. Yep. Um, you were you were working with a marketing firm. Mm -hmm. You knew a lot of that stuff, a mm -hmm. lot of the back end stuff, yeah. you know, and you, mm -hmm. as you've worked with us, you've been like hands on building out funnels with us mm -hmm. and working even when it comes to like the detailed text that we're, that we're putting mm -hmm. into yeah. emails and whatnot. Um, you were, your face was on the camera. You know, yeah. you were, you were charismatic. I mean, I don't know if you were naturally that way or if you developed that through YouTube through YouTube <laughs> yeah. um and so it's like oh well of course you guys would succeed oh, you know yeah. it's easy, People it's say easy that. to yeah, say that. that all the time like yeah, yeah, a, yeah of course but we're no. not you know yeah. we're both introverted or we're, we're both totally. shy mm -hmm. or whatever we're both yeah. this way we're both that way mm -hmm. um and so I don't know if you could kind of speak yeah. to that and working, I mean yeah I definitely think like well, Doug and I are 100% introverted. Like, honestly, I'm shocked we're here. Like, yes. Yeah. Katie this reached was, out. And I was like, I was going to reach out. Scary thing. Haley yeah. was like, do I respond to this? And I was like, yes, no, I didn't yes, say that. No. I said, but, do I ask for but, a podcast? No. What yes. do I say? Yeah, yeah. It was, it, it was more so like, do we make that happen? Because it is, it is actually like contrary yeah. to popular belief or what people might see of us. It's very unlike us. Yes. Yeah. Like, I grew up very sh painfully shy. And mm -hmm. so Doug just wants to honestly do his hobbies. He's a hobbyist. Yeah. Um, but I think like, I'm sorry. What was the question? I blanked. Oh no, just seeing no. different skill sets. Yeah. Oh, skill sets. I, yeah, because I think that it's easy. Yes. For okay. So there's. I wouldn't say skill set. I would say more character trait. Yes. Yeah. Everyone that we work skills with. Skills can be acquired. Yes. Totally. Yes. yes. The character trait that is the most number one thing is obvious, but it's like relentlessness hmm. and grit. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So you have to have, and you know, an immense amount of grit to weather through the storm of growing a big or even sizable audience on social media, which is required because mm -hmm. you need leads to get sales for anything. Yes. Even if you're an influencer or even if you're selling your own products, you know, yeah. um, the, the thing about the social media growth is the hardest thing. It's not yeah. like creating your products. As you know, um, you have to be consistently relentless 
to the pursuit of that. Yes. And the people that find excuses and have the victim mentality of this is not the right time of my life. And maybe sometimes it's not, or, Oh, if my husband was only more supportive or if only I had more time or maybe, you know, at this time, like those people don't succeed because they don't Mm. have the grit. You know, it's like a character trait. Mm -hmm. It's like, I will do this no matter what failure is just the path towards success. Yeah. That kind of mentality. Yeah. And so at that point it becomes like complimentary character traits in that sense. And so it's like Haley is absolutely relentless, absolutely vicious, is going to make sure things get done and is like, just to be blunt, like an absolute savage for some things. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I need to reel her back or like make sure that things are looked at from a different light or Mm. from a different perspective. And so it's really like you don't need to come into it with like certain skills. You don't need to have things that like perfectly intertwine. Charismatic. I was never charismatic. Mm -hmm. You can't even say the word. See, like on camera, you know, years ago, you just have to do it over and over and over and you just blindly do it. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's interesting. You were talking about like that relentless or being a savage, you know, Mm -hmm. and just like not basically being willing to fail. Yeah. There's no option. Yeah. Yeah. And and you coming along and maybe even kind of, because with that, can there there can also be burnout and exhaustion oh yeah and and you coming along being like well we also need to pace ourselves because something else that i feel like and you guys could speak to this more than i could but a common trait you talk about relentless but also longevity and the the ability to be able to do something for a sustained period of time for not just a week not just a month but like no you got to build this over years and you've got to be able to do that and pacing yourself i feel like is a as a part of that yeah Mm -hmm. and it is cool that you guys were able to do that like i feel like katie and i do that a lot too where she just has a kind yeah. of like up up upstart drive yes. but she will kill herself yeah. through that <laughs> you know and just be bleeding yeah. out the eyeballs That's yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. Uh, and i'm like well you know what we also want to be able to see our kids graduate high school <laughs> totally. you know yeah. and we're gonna have to change some things i here. think like yeah. also because of my tendency to do that like katie i guess uh we've tried a lot of things which hmm. is a blessing and a curse okay so we've poured a lot of money into mentors learning like what's best what's mm-hmm. best what's best mm-hmm. like you know, the cliche, like the grass is always greener. Mm -hmm. So like last year we poured a lot of money into ads because we were like, ads are must be better than organic. We have to figure this out. Like are ads better than organic? Turns out we don't believe that they are now, but Mm -hmm. we spent however much money every, every single month learning that hard fact. College tuitions worth of money. Yeah. Yeah. And so also like a mentor will have, you know, we spent over six figures, which is way more than we ever paid for a college tuition Mm -hmm. um, in mentors learning different types of ways about doing online business. So like Facebook ads or um, different types of funnels or high ticket sales, low ticket sales, bump sales, like learning all these things to find. Cause I am that type of person. It's like, I want to know the best way. And mm-hmm. if I don't learn the best, if I don't know what's available for me to do, then I'll never know the best thing. And so sure. it's yeah. a blessing and a curse. Well, you what know? ends up happening is like, Oh look, here's another book that Haley ordered. Or it's just like, there's a lot of stuff that keeps coming and I have to, at some point also jump in and she knows this too. Like she sees it coming. Yeah. But it's like, at some point you need to implement. Yeah versus all of the learning that happens because it yes. can 100% be overwhelming. So this year yes. we haven't, yeah. well, that's not true. We did spend uh, one <laughs> we guy. We spent a fraction of yes. what we spent last and year. And so on. no regrets. Like mm-hmm. I know that sounds like, oh, we regret. No, we do no, not regret. No. It's, we've learned so much. But yeah, this year we kind of reeled it back um, and are just looking really based off of like family values. As mm-hmm. you can tell when you are headless mm-hmm. chicken, you know, your family isn't um, always, we've learned this is a hard truth. It's not always the center of your focus because you're trying so many things. So this year we're focusing more on the family, you know, Yes. Yeah. learn that lesson. Yeah. And I think that's really cool. And, and I admire that big time. Obviously Katie and I share that. Yeah, totally. You know, we, we resonate with that, yeah. with that emphasis. Um, in, 
And even actually, you know, what I was going to say a couple things before I move on, but you're talking about grit and character because because I really feel like that stick with itness or the grit or whatever to call it can, can be a, a character thing. Totally. It can definitely be a yeah. character thing. And even as you guys are getting ready, you guys are going to be homeschooling your kiddos and yeah. everybody that's ever homeschooled or actually not just homeschooling when you're parenting and your kids are getting to the school age, you it's so easy to get caught up with what the actual education they're getting or the skills they're acquiring. Yes. Of course, those things, we, we need mm -hmm. skills in an education yeah. and life. Um, but being able to have this opportunity to, to build character in our children yes. is yes. such an invaluable opportunity. Because mm -hmm. as you guys have already said, like something that you can't succeed without is this, like the skills can be acquired. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like the, those things can, you can learn it. Mm -hmm. You can pay yes. for a course. Mm -hmm. You can go to school. You can totally go to, true. but that character, it's, it's really like when we're parents and we've got these young children is the ideal time yes. to build that character totally. into our children. Um, so I think that's just like, it's encouraging to me to hear yeah. that. It's um, absolutely. And it's, it is something that it has to be recognized by the parents early yeah. on. And yeah. It has to be something that is like, you have to think about what you're doing in terms of like setting them up, not just for like, a specific job or a specific career yeah. or I want them to go somewhere specific. It's how can they be successful in everything? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And character traits is that common denominator. I think this is random, but I don't know if you know who Sarah, Sarah Blakely is. She's the founder of Spanx, you know, like the woman's oh, shape sure. where yeah, she coined totally the wear those all the time. Yeah. But you know Spanx. See, it's like <laughs> yeah. Kleenex. Like, oh, I just have a Kleenex, yeah. but right. yeah. it's the brand. Um, she is very entrepreneurial, obviously. She's a billionaire. Um, but her dad was too. And so he would, they would sit down at the dinner table every day. I love this. Like, it's amazing. We try and do it. But her dad would ask her and her siblings, well, what did you fail at today? And so that's the biggest lesson I've learned is that failure is the path. There's only one way and it's to fail over and over and over and over. Um, so we try and we don't want our kids to fail. Nobody does, but it's good. Mm -hmm. And so that's not what society preaches. They're mm -hmm. like, stay safe, get the good grades. You know, you don't want to be bad at anything or else yeah. it's a bad look on the family. So yeah, yeah that's the one character trait I'm really going to try. Yeah, I'm trying to put my kid into things that's tough. Yes. That's hard. Right. People I don't, the, yeah. I want them to, uh, like I, we threw our, our five-year-old, I threw her in a race car. Mm -hmm. Like we drove yeah. out to a race car track and mm -hmm. put her in an actual thing called a quarter midget. She felt made her exhilarated, obviously. Yeah. A racetrack. Yeah. No, no, nobody driving it for her. It was her. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. here you go. Figure it out. And yeah. like that is, to me is a character trait thing, like to get her into an uncomfortable position. Yes to quickly learn how to adapt and overcome. Yeah. We obviously don't want her to maim her I don't her want face. her to maim okay. herself. I was a little sure. uneasy there. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. but those are the kind of things that I think about, you yeah. know, that, that, that create a successful person. Yes. Yeah. Being a problem solver. And so then giving them problems that they are yeah. within a controlled yeah. environment, totally. able yeah. to start solving yeah. um, through failure yeah. yeah, and through getting it wrong. So you talked a little bit about, um, you know, you can learn and learn and learn and you can acquire all this knowledge and have a ton of opportunities and that can become almost paralyzing. You can, because mm -hmm. that can turn to yes. paralysis by analysis, yeah, but then you're like implementation is a key it's essential mm -hmm. it's like you've got to take action yes. you've got to take the first step and again just kind of like thinking of our audience yes i know i mean i can just think of the dms that we've gotten or the messages that we've gotten where they're saying i'm thinking about starting this mm -hmm. or thinking about going on this mm -hmm. this next step you know with our business when you guys see people inhibited to take the next step like what do you think what do you think it is because and, and maybe i'll give it even a little bit more context because yeah. i think i've been really encouraged with how you guys have been able to coach people and and help them build really successful businesses even though they don't have large audiences yeah they don't have because i know that that's i attributed successful uh yeah. online people to just well yeah you've got it's hundreds of thousands to. or you've yeah. got millions yeah 
of followers. Yeah. And then you're working with people that's like, I've never heard of them. Nobody's ever heard of them. Mm -hmm. They've got a small following or maybe they didn't even start with a following. They were able to build a little bit of credibility in an area Mm -hmm. and then start a very successful business. So maybe like, how could you speak to those people that are like, well, we need this before we can actually take action. I think the biggest thing Again, there's a million big things, but beliefs. Mm-hmm. People are really messed up with their beliefs. It's mm-hmm. everybody, humans, you know, so me, Doug, like everybody, you know, so if you believe something to be true, you're never going to get like the success because of your belief is hindering mm-hmm. you. So the people yeah. that believe just like I did when I was a YouTuber, you need a massive audience to get paid. Therefore, you're literally going to need a massive audience to get paid. Yeah. So it's yeah. really hard for me, particularly and Doug to, you know, convince people that you don't. The best way is proof. It's like, so we have mm-hmm. so many students that have a thousand followers or less um, that literally focus on the income stream, which is obviously courses and coaching programs because you take home 90 plus percent of the profits. That's the biggest thing. So they choose an income stream that complements their family because yeah. they don't need to work a lot. They don't yes. need a huge audience. They don't need to appease the masses yeah. in order to get paid. You Put know, their family on camera, no. try to do wild extraneous no. things yes. to, just for views, yeah. stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. And absolutely. so because they choose to break the belief that everybody has that you don't need a huge following, they can have that success, but you have to break the belief. If you don't, you're just going to find such a resistance to it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's honestly, it comes down to selling your own stuff. It's just like, if anybody opened up a mom and pop shop, you're going to make more, you know, selling your own stuff because yeah. you don't have to, you know, I don't know. That's a bad example. We know what I'm saying. Like, yes, you just, it's when you're doing influencing as a career and you have that belief, you're going to need a huge audience because you get paid pennies from what the brand pays you. Yes. You know, so yes. yeah. yeah. So you think that like right there, just being able to have your own product, your that's own. It. Yes. yes. That's and obviously yes. we love digital products. So we used to teach YouTubepreneur, which is our first program. And Mm -hmm. this is another big risk we took in our life. I was coaching a lot of people at the time. I was just the one coaching hundreds, I think over a thousand people and the people, and I wasn't even selling, teach people how to do courses, but the people that really want to make a lot of money, I was like, you should do a course. Cause like, obviously I'm making money through this. Mm -hmm. Like you can do the sponsor thing, but like you could make a lot more. And so those people took with my advice and ran with it and they made way more money. So that's why we stopped that business Hmm. really and went with this next one. And that's, it's just you know, because you take home such a big portion yes. of the profits. So. Yes. Yeah. That totally makes sense. And, and also, I mean, like you need, you need an iPhone or you need a smartphone yeah. to get yeah. started. And you yep. can work crazy. during your it, kids naps, which yes. is what we do. Yep. So. Yes. And, and as I mean, the whole, you know, information-based businesses or knowledge-based businesses as, as that, uh, I guess, whole economy grows, mm-hmm. the consumer base is, is just growing yeah. out. Yep. It's so everybody, it's actually like, well, nobody would want to hear me talk about how to whatever, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, totally. how to give my son's haircuts, like in teaching. It's like, yeah. well, no, actually people they are making, you know, millions of dollars yeah. they absolutely selling would. haircuts, I mean, you know, or, yeah. and it's like, well, who am I? I'm not famous. And it's like, yeah. well, no, but you do have a skill set or you've yeah. got a knowledge around a skill set yeah. that maybe you don't feel like it's unique, but the way that you present it is unique yeah. and the way that yep. you're going to communicate it to people is, is unique and it will resonate with those people yeah and yeah. you don't need yeah. to reach the masses you mm-hmm. just need no. to reach a, a core central group of people and you have a full-time income yes like it's yeah. ridiculous but again the belief no one will do it because yes. they just don't believe it you know because yes. they see gucci bags and flashy things on yes. the internet and that's all they see yeah in order to really get over the beliefs that i've seen a lot of people do to you know part of my role is to convince people they can do it yeah. and it's not convincing them it's more just like enlightening them hmm. showing them kind of like pulling back the the curtains of what they think is happening versus like what is actually possible and what can hmm. actually be done. And so a lot of that comes down to, like Haley said, proof. 
So results of other people that are doing something similar to what they want and to do. And I was shocked too the yeah. first time. Sorry to interject, but no. I was absolutely flabbergasted. Like when I was coaching YouTubers, I was like, this Doug, this girl made like, you know, $10,000, $20,000. She has 500 people following her. Like what's happening? So we kept digging into it yeah. and we realized certain things. And yeah. anyways, yeah, it was crazy to me too, but yes. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Th that's really cool. So just, just for the, because of the sake of yeah. time here, I want to ask some questions, unless you guys have anything no, else no. you want to continue <laughs> on. Um, looking back now, I mean, since you guys have been entrepreneurs now and six, six, successful for, for, for a few years, um, like if you could go back and tell yourself, yourself something when you maybe even go back to like high school, college, whatever, go back and be like, mm -hmm. boy, if I would have read this book or if I would have been told this, you know, can you think yeah. of things like that? Yeah. When you guys, you're like, boy, five years ago, if I would have known so this, things, or 10 yeah. years ago, yeah. like how, how do you speak to that person, to the younger Doug, the younger we have Haley? different things if, for sure. Yeah. If I had to try to make it quick, like let's say I had like 15 seconds, mm -hmm. I would tell myself at a young age to take risks and fail more hmm. because yeah. I, it was ingrained in me from a very young age to not fail. Hmm. Yeah. Get good grades, study all the time. That typical like my dad's japanese my grandmother's from kobe okay i'm not just saying it's asian to be like that i am asian or you know i was raised in an asian household yeah it was get good grades and get a good job or, yeah. or perish mm -hmm. like pick one like yeah. pick, pick your life you <laughs> disowned know? Yeah. yes um and so i would go back and tell myself that it's okay to fail hmm. because that i feel like that would set me up on a trajectory to try things that i may not have been good at hmm. or think that i was good at yes people are only willing to do things that they think they'll be successful at hmm. mm -hmm. and it's a thing that they have to try to overcome because in this industry, you don't know if you're going to be successful at it or not until yes. you go, go out and try it. So you have to have that power in yourself to actually try it and go hmm. out and yeah. do it. Yeah, I love hearing uh, that, you, you like what you'd say to your younger self, because I think that's what I need to hear now. Mm -hmm. It's crazy how when I think of, it's always be like, well, yeah, 10 years ago, it wouldn't matter if I failed because I'd be way more successful now. But right now, it's like, no, I need to be willing to fail and to take yeah. risks right now yeah. and then 10 years from now and 20 years from now mm -hmm. like i want to that's how you've got you've got to live yeah. life yeah. a life of growth and a life of you know i think being a leader yeah. in your home is never getting to the point where you're not willing to take risks totally yeah. like it's just yeah. it's got to be scary with kids in. but how else yeah. are you going to grow yeah. yes Yes, absolutely. Yeah. What about you, Haley? Um, I think for mine, it would be super simple. It's like model the people who have the lives you want financially, with their health, with their family, with their marriage, with their kids, because my whole entire upbringing, I was modeling people and I did not want their outcome. I hmm. just saw externally like, you know, oh, they have a lot of money. Well, what did they do to get there? You know, yeah. or I wouldn't even do that. I honestly wasn't even modeling people that had a lot of money. I was modeling people with eight to five jobs. So I just didn't, I didn't really fully think like, well, is this the life that I want? And so I guess on a second notion there, um, I would read way more books. Hmm. Okay. You're not going to get any information in college. I, we both have business degrees, garbage, like straight up. Yeah, it's rough, One of the best man. business colleges. So we met each other, but like, yeah, you got to read from really successful people, not professors, unless you're a professor, which is so rare. Like they're not going to be teaching if they're any good. So yeah, wow. reading, reading, wow. reading I books. I don't think I use accounting very often or like statistics or things like that. The marketing. Yeah. But even in college, if I would have known it was okay to fail more, I would have done crazy things hmm. to try yeah. to, to try to learn and expand yeah. my horizons, you know? But, hmm. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. That's so good. And, and you like when you were talking about, um, you be finding somebody to model after. I feel like that to this day, I, I is so crucial for me. Totally. And and a lot of times, I feel like I need to even like 
build build an avatar sometimes for myself because yes. like somebody might yes. have the family life that I so yes. admire, but then somebody else might have the business life mm-hmm. that I admire, the health mm-hmm. life. Um, and I, I'm extremely blessed to be like my father, somebody I look up to, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm blessed my father-in-law mm-hmm. is somebody else that I really admire mm-hmm. in, in a ton of areas of life. But I can't say that like, oh, there's that one person apart from Jesus Christ. Yes. It's like mm-hmm. I can look totally. to them in all those all those ways. Mm-hmm. And maybe if you don't know them in person, you're talking about reading. I mean, yeah. I feel like the most, you know, I mean, we didn't meet you guys in person until today, I you know, know? Yeah. And, and, and you guys were mentors and, and are mentors mm-hmm. to us in regards to business and life. And, and you can do that through books, through, yeah. through the internet. Mm-hmm. And, um, I, I really feel like it's so, if you don't have the vision, you've got to like find somebody to, that yeah. does have the vision or that's, yeah. that's living that vision. Yeah. Um, the Bible talks about without vision, the people perish. Yes. And, and if you can't visualize something at least close to what you like, it's mm-hmm. really hard to be than you are that person that's, you know, throw you know, like when you don't know what you're aiming at, you're yes. hitting it every hundred percent of the time or yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah, totally. You know, and so that's where you end up with that life yeah. that you don't really know why you ended up with. Yeah. Yeah, with it. Uh that's great. You guys, you know, you got first off, as we as I talked about in the introduction, there's so many places you get people can find you yeah. for just so much free helpful content mm-hmm. you guys are constantly putting out free content mm-hmm. um the podcast youtube instagram is there another place that like yeah. is a great our email same you? thing as you guys a, yeah, yeah email yeah emails there too yeah, yeah. But it's just add digital income family yep. everywhere yeah mm-hmm. yeah that's great and even though you guys it's just it's helpful in business in general like it's mm-hmm. just it just all things business you guys coach like very niche down with these people that have like micro audiences mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. i think is really awesome but you know so much of the tidbits you guys have is just business knowledge yeah. especially on the podcast yeah and um and in on your platform so i'm excited people go there Go yeah. listen to Doug Thank and you. Haley on those platforms. <laughs> and then uh, for your guys' programs, mm-hmm. yeah. what best place to find those? Um, I mean, I would I would still say the same place. You reach out to us on digital, digital Income Family. We always have some type of freebie or something that we're giving out because, you know, people need that push yep. to be able to get they out They don't there. know what the heck they're and, supposed to do. Yeah, they don't yeah. know yeah. what they're supposed to be doing. They don't know. Like you were saying earlier, a lot of people may not know what that first step is. Yep. Um, we have a lot of options for different types of first steps. So, That's great. Yeah, our website, digitalincomefamily.com. Um, and yeah, I think that's yeah. that's pretty much it. That's awesome. You guys, seriously, thank you so cool. much. Thanks thank so you for much, having Alicia. us. Like, yeah. I'm yeah. stoked to be here. Like, yeah. like, we had a great time. Super exciting. Yeah. Oh, so cool. much fun. Awesome, yeah. guys. Cool. Well, till next time. Bye-bye. Right. Thanks. Yeah.